Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Desire the Fire. Yo, 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 what it is? I'm just one of the guys on the show. My name is Chandler. And I'm the other guy on the show. My name is DP. And we're two guys that are Christian that talk about Jesus. Is that right? Are you sure you're Christian, though? I mean, last week we were talking about uh, I and Harry Potter. We're Harry Potterians. I don't even like Harry Potter and Good Charlotte and Karma. Actually, I really like uh, uh, Harry Potter. I was about to say Good Charlotte. You like you like Harry Potter? It was a fun series. This no? is two two weeks in a row we're talking about Harry Potter. We should just call it Desire the Harry Potter Podcast. Or we could just cast a fire spell. A fire spell? What is it? Luminosigabagagatonkomong. Excuse you. That's Lumos, and that's like flashlight spell. That's dude. You know, I actually um have been listening to Harry Potter books. Um, maybe like a couple months back because I was so bored in the car. Oh, so while you were driving, you're saying? Yeah. Sponsor. <laughs> we're sponsored by Audible. Those wait. So uh, Sign do up they for actually Audible to get one free book? <laughs> um, Use the you... promo code Donko. I'm just kidding. Wait. So do they actually act out like all the parts and stuff, or is it just someone? There's reading? just one guy, and, and he's then just reading um, it? in certain <coughs> certain audiobooks, um, depending on which book. Um, you are in. They have like girl actor sometimes. Well, cause like couple, I think it's been a couple of years now. But they they released the Bible on audio, and they've actually hired tons of actors to act out all these different voices and stuff. Well, like yeah, that. I was I was actually gonna look into that. Yeah, they it, had, I know they had Morgan Freeman read the Bible. <laughs> was he the voice of God? <laughs> he was the voice of the Bible, like oh, reading okay, okay. the whole Bible. Well, you know how like he's a God in uh, Bruce Almighty and stuff like that. Oh yes, <laughs> he's got a great voice. Uh, yeah. Great actor. I think um, we were talking about Elijah last last podcast, but mm-hmm. I want to see an Elijah anime. Anime on that? Maybe. Well, well, like, a little bit more like my sensationalized, mm. like hit the parts and then have like a subplot going with it. But I guess that's adding to the story of Elijah's. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you always have to be careful it, with that stuff, huh? Maybe like the media. just call it Bobijah. Bob don't really call it Elijah. It's just based on the story. Or instead of Elijah, you could go F Elijah. Uh. <laughs> Dude, that sounds bad. <laughs> oh shit! Well, I didn't even think about it like that. Why but. did you? Oh, you mean E F G? G Elijah. G Elijah. All right, this is stupid. So today we have another topic for you. It's charismatic versus conservatives, and which is also a stupid topic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's it is a kind of stupid to- topic because we're just talking about the fractured um body of christ and how it's segmented and divided and how we all and, pick on each other and stuff you know and how we pick on each other and how we have to take a side which is charismatics on the left conservatives on the right or is mm-hmm. that how it goes i don't know maybe it's switched like the radical is usually the right that's how i remember it so charismatic okay. would be I, if you're a political view of religious political views then go with what daniel peck says was like liberal is left i don't know anyway i don't know whatever you're donkey or you're uh or elephant. you're uh, elephant or you're a porcupine if you're a... I forgot what it was. Are you serious? There's a porcupine? There's a porcupine. One of my coworkers has a porcupine sticker on her car because... <laughs> Is this trying to troll everybody? Utilitarian? Oh, it's a real se- thing, huh? Sec- sec- sectionalist? I forgot what it was. Hmm. Whatever. It's a real thing. It's it's the independent party of blah, blah, blah. But um, today, we are looking at the differences between charismatic conservatives. And I guess we're... We're kind of, in a sense, stereotyping them because we're going off of what we've seen and what we're experiencing as well as what I, 
I okay, so Daniel, um, I come from like a really charismatic view. Well, right, you said your church used to uh, do a lot of that stuff too, right? The the church that I grew up in was very heavily like I guess in the Korean in the Korean people they are considered very charismatic. Do you happen to know what denomination that church was? <laughs> it was by name Presbyterian. Oh, okay. Uh, Which is very yeah yeah. That's nothing. Yeah, this Korean Korean Presbyterian church. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I think what Presbyterian church actually just means is that there is a presbytery, <coughs> which just means that there's a board of elders that decides a lot of the big decisions for the church. Which is, yeah, the system, right? That's what you're right, talking about. Yeah. Right, And so, I mean, in no way does that Im- implicate it to be a conservative. Or charismatic. Interesting. Right. Right. But um, I was just, the only reason I was asking is because the only outright charismatic denomination that I'm familiar with, and I could be wrong with this too, is uh, the Pentecostal church. Pentecostal church. Right. And uh, I believe the inspiration for that was its namesake, you know, the Pentecost, which is a very charismatic thing. Um, And so I guess myself, I grew up in what was was a Presbyterian church too, but like you would hear people in like early dawn prayer, uh, praying in tongues and stuff like that too. So, I mean, it's really hard to say it was that uh, it was strictly conservative, but as I became a college student, when I started going out to church again, uh, I got all my mentorship under a reformed Presbyterian pastor. And wow. so, you know, a lot of that actual adult education happened under the more conservative side of it. Yeah. But as for yourself then, uh, did you kind of, uh, would you say you were charismatic for a lot of your adulthood as well? Or just well, like an infant I guess, thing? I guess, um, my natural tendency is to be a very conservative, kind of. Mm-hmm. So growing up in a charismatic church, um, so in in a lot of Korean churches, actually, the the pastor will come and lay their hands on your head and they'll pray for you and then they'll like shake you and then they'll pray for you even harder and then <laughs> as they start praying for you, like all serious and stuff, like you fall down and you're supposed to have been filled with the spirit and you know, you know what I'm saying. Mm. so but, i take it it sounds like you didn't have a great experience with it <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but the thing is like all these kids are in line and he goes down the row mm-hmm. and like basically most of the kids are just cracking up because he's pushing them down <laughs> so i've I, i've adopted this stance where i put one leg forward and one leg back and it's kind of like a taekwondo stance yeah <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting me down except jesus but also oh, you're kind of like bracing yourself yeah because like, if you're if you stay still like stand two two feet together and straight up like you're gonna fall but like with that being said like i have experienced like someone praying over me and i just started crying and then i didn't realize that i was crying until he told me to go back <laughs> <laughs> which is like that's something that i couldn't control and i was like that was jesus i'm also, sorry you weren't even aware that the prayer was over and stuff too and just kinda kind it, of ended or yeah yeah Hey, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's cool. Um, uh, even myself, I remember um, there was a conference that we went to, and one year, I, I saw a member of my my campus. Uh, they were just kind of like worshiping by themselves. And it was like prayer time, and I I happened to just be walking from back from the bathroom, and really felt convicted just to pray for another person. Mm-hmm. And so I, as I was praying for this person, they said their their back felt really hot, and I was like, what the heck? I was just praying. <laughs> like I don't, I didn't feel anything. Shouldn't I have felt it too? And like. 
they they swore that it was just like really hot and there's like something really going out of it i was like dang i wish i had superpowers or like i wish superpowers. i know how to unlock that whenever i wanted to Maybe so you're, I could if you're melt yeah. ice, cream. <laughs> ice cream did you say ice cream so i could just melt it easier <laughs> or like you know like milkshakes and stuff oh my gosh but so i guess i was inadvertently involved in something like that too um you know you, okay so talking about like charismatic things and like demon possession i guess is one of the things sure do you remember um we we're during welcome week where we had all these freshmen by the bell tower oh yeah, and, yeah. um there was like uh this one there's a couple times but i remember one time distinctly where this girl came and she was just acting crazy out of nowhere i'm not saying she was demon possessed but she was acting strange and she was saying stuff like are you are you guys the ones that use the yellow book and like you i forgot what she said but ultimately she ended up saying like do you know how to get to the stair the stairway to heaven and i'm like something's going on over there right right i remember this girl you remember this girl right yeah it wasn't very interesting for all of us i think yeah yeah so there's there's times where uh supposedly i've i witnessed demon possession too but like to, to be fair like because i'm so unexposed to this kind of stuff i had no idea what i was actually seeing um and this is like after i'd become staff with my ministry and stuff too yeah so um what can you say you know like it's out there and apparently it's uh more common than we give it credit for would you are you so are you because there's people out there so there's two schools of thoughts um mm-hmm. Like MacArthur would be like the one that says they're sensationalists. This does not exist. Everything ended during the Pentecost, right? Like after right. the Pentecost, whatever. Which would be like the extreme, like one end of it. Extreme one end of it, and then yeah. there's like IHOP, which is like inter- international house of prayer. I guess in the U.S. would be one of the biggest figures in charismatic views, which is like singing tongues every day, mm-hmm. and those kind of things where where do you stand in this evening flat in the middle no not flat in the middle i am a little more on the conservative side of this oh so you're like okay so you're 25 more percent more towards it's kind of like a 3366 3366 so yeah, you're yeah. missing a percent <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> just doing the math for you bro <laughs> i don't know how to say that dude. Huh? no well yeah i'm there but what about yourself do you i think i'm i'm like a third on the other side so if you're like the i'm like 34 percent, 66 percent maybe like 70 30 okay okay I, more towards uh the charismatic side of that maybe i don't know maybe i'm 60 40 i, I it depends where i am mm. who i am with and how the spirit of the lord is moving right because i mean truth be told uh what uh a lot of these far left or far right conservatives uh what what they believe is that the working of the holy spirit was finished at the end of the bible and like that stuff is that time and it doesn't it's or the gifts of the spirit don't hold true to us in this modern context anymore and you know so like i had grown up my pastor saying that this is what people believe and this is officially what i was taught at my seminary but like i've seen stuff and you can't deny the stuff that you've seen and yeah and i think we can't deny the things that we've experienced yeah yeah it's a big thing and like some people will discredit it and say that you didn't know what you were experiencing or 
like uh, the memory, human memory is always brought to question, and you know you might not have been in the right state of mind and stuff like that too. But yeah, I mean, like you can't deny some of the stuff that does happen, and especially like those of us who or do even go, like spiritual battle. Oh yeah, know? yeah, for sure. Like especially if you do go to the mission field or all these other places, um, you see it right in front of you, and what are you gonna say to that? Oh, that's not real. They're they're just faking it and stuff. You can't be saying that stuff either, you know. Yeah. And so. Uh, I guess, I guess the the question I want to ask then is, what do you know about charismaticism? I'm <laughs> 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 You got to quit smoking there, buddy. Charismaticism, dude. I have not <laughs> smoked a cigarette in my life. How many have you smoked? <laughs> that's right, burn. Yeah, that stuff does burn. Uh, <laughs> but so, what like, do you say? Well, what about this? What about your? Upbringing charismatic uh, faith. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What does that inspire in like your your day to day daily faith? I guess. Wow, that's a deep question. Yeah. Okay. Why well, I, I didn't mean I didn't mean to ask something so deep. I was just. That's a heavy question, man. Is it? In my day to day, how does being a charismatic or con- I think honestly speaking, whether you're a charismatic or a conservative person. Mm-hmm. The view of God should not change. What do you mean by that? What God is capable of. It might, it might, if you're conservative, it might happen in a more like passive, not a passive, but like, you know, not like the gifts, the, I don't know, like demon possession, like, you know, like. <laughs> no, I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> uh, I, I think. <laughs> this is very difficult. Okay, we got to put out a disclaimer here. In okay. no means are we are we are we trying to teach um anyone listening to this um like this is truth or this is fact or we know everything about it. I think more so we're just trying to say, "Hey, this is what we've experienced. We're just talking. We're two people having conversation and you guys are listening on this conversation. You need to go out go find out for yourself how, what you think and what you think about all these different things and what our views and your views may differ and i think that's fine and i think ultimately at the end of the, this we need all the shades you know we need all the differences um all the different personalities but yeah that being said going back to the question that being said going back to the question i think that man that's too hard bro <laughs> well I mean, this is an honest question what i was trying to ask is like do you look for these spiritual things on a day-to-day basis or i think i look for whatever happens in front of me is what god gives me uh-huh. i don't think i'm i don't for me if it happens in a like let's say you categorize it in a charismatic way and someone comes up to you and be like i'm gonna prophesy over you right now because you're gonna you need this encouragement and that could happen or, you know, conservatively, I can be reading the Bible and God could speak through the verses that I read. Mm. Or, like, the guy quotes a Bible verse as he's prophesying over me. I, like, I'm, I, to, for me, if either happens and it's an act of God and if you can test it and really be, understand what's going on in it mm. and be like, this is from God and know it, then I'm totally fine with that. And I think I'm open to whatever way, you know, you should always read the Bible, but. I don't think you should always ever like shut off like encouragement or anything that is like who says God can't move that way mm. unless God has spoken in the Bible, which is what the the MacArthur people believe. Right. 
and like the other side of it too is like uh i talk about these guys all the time but uh there's a group of people called the Bereans, right yo and what they did is they saw everything in front of them um listened to messages uh seeing things happening and stuff like that and they always went back to the word to verify the validity of what was happening and like the thing that confuses me i guess in this is that like we do come across people who are so convinced of what they believe and like such a sensational thing too uh this couple years ago when i was at a usc and i was going out there just simply sharing the gospel and stuff like that and uh there was a there's a person i went up to and i was sharing the faith with them and then i found out afterwards that they were already a believer so i was like oh kind of feel like i was wasting my time with you but (laughs) one of the things is they gave me a a business card and it was to their church and what the business card said was uh he has a business card for his church that's crazy well well, it's not their church like person like they're not the minister of that church but this is a church that they're attending it was like a hotline um and basically it was someone that's praying over this hotline and you could just tune in and hear the prayer what and in the world they have stuff like that yeah i was pretty uh taken aback by this too because it's my first time coming across this and the person referred to themselves as apostle <coughs> so-and-so and i saw the the title apostle and immediately um you know just kind of taken aback and like whoa this is too charismatic for me um not something that i can tune into and you know uh i know s- many people will argue that this is like false prophet and like falls on the 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 t- office of apostleship was uh ended um uh, from my my what i was taught is that the apostles are people who are eyewitnesses to the resurrection of christ hmm. and it's only those people that could ever have that call themselves apostles yeah and so what some of these people are claiming is that they've seen christ in his resurrected form and now they've been sent to earth to do that ministry yeah of testifying and you know like it's something that's kind of hard to uh accept for myself just because of how strict and how clear my pastors were about a lot of these messages when i was growing up and so i i think when it comes to conservative the conservative uh, side of faith it's always this hesitation and like let's be honest uh, a lot of times when conservatives refer to charismatics it's always with the uh it's it's, it's kind of mocking you know more than anything else just to be i think both sides mock each other do they i i've never heard the charismatic side of like mocking the conservative faith and stuff like that too so i think um a lot of charismatics some some of the things that they fall into that um is not fair is they rank themselves based on like how many spiritual gifts they have or how mm. spiritual they are mm-hmm. and f- for to be conservative i feel like would be to say you have none of those things <laughs> right and then like with conservative faith it's it's about like how much you know of the bible and how much you're able to right right explain theology right right yeah and i think um on the other side of it that's what i've experienced kind of in the sense that the more spiritual you are and the more spiritual gifts you have is like the more you love god i guess or like Mm. the more god loves you which is a gift is not given like you know it's gift is given freely Mm-hmm. and right it's are, not earned yeah it's not earned so mm-hmm. it's not what you've done which is crazy and i think um both sides do have their their i guess pitfalls on how people can rank themselves because that's what people do in their heads think that mm-hmm. 
they're a better conservative Christian or they're a better charismatic Christian. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, I think at, at the end of the day, doctrine is, is important. I, we have this written down, but keeping Christ and salvation at the center of things of like your faith is the biggest part of it. Mm-hmm. And I think regardless of the, the outside part of it, the inner like core can't be changed. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, and I think this is a good uh, reference to uh, something that Christ actually pre- preaches on. Maybe it's not Christ. Uh, no, sorry, it's Paul. But, you know, like when we have the spiritual armor and you want to protect the essential parts of our faith, it's uh, salvation that's the helmet. You know, you protect your head, uh, most vital part of our body with salvation. And then the torso is guarded by our righteousness, which is set on Christ. And so... And then how you attack is the the sword is the Bible, right? And you know, like is even that choose then, your own adventure. Then <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, those books, huh? No, like <laughs> well, what's even bigger is that sword isn't always used to attack. It's used to carry a lot of times, right? And huh. G- Jesus's ministry when he first started off, when was Satan parry? was attacking, yeah, he he parried and deflected Satan's temptations with with the word more than anything else. And so, like, when it comes down to it. What I really like about this discussion is that there are so many ways of faith. And when it concludes in Christ, um, it's hard to say that anyone's wrong, you know? I when you're uh, talking, when you keep Jesus at the center. Right, right. Uh. And you know, it's not about like my faith is better than yours or mine is more validated than yours, but it's about Christ being preached at the end of the day. And the way Christ works is not something that human mind is built or even developed enough to be able to fathom. And it's yeah. all and I, please. I totally agree with you in that sense. And I think that Christ at the center and spiritual gifts are always secondary. Um, a lot of other things are secondary, like how well you play the guitar for praise, mm-hmm. you know, sure. like those things are important, but you know, the secondary. And I think your personal relationship with God is really important. Um, you you are the only one that knows that right as well as your salvation like mm-hmm. i can never know of your salvation daniel peck and mm-hmm. you can never know mine right. so i think that that personal re- relationship god is the most important thing and but i i think you can't ignore the spiritual gifts and the talents and you have to still be able to utilize them right sure i mean if you're an arm you better be using that arm what if okay never mind or you can go like toenail fungus or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I can see that uh that smirk you have on your face right now. <laughs> don't make me laugh. I, I start hacking and wheezing. <coughs> oh man. Are you calling me the smoker here? I'm just kidding. Oh shoot, dude. I had I had I had childhood asthma. Alright, but let's let's wrap it up for today. It's uh sure. very, very um what is it, segmented and uh, you might hate us for I don't know if you should hate us, but you might disapprove of our opinions and what we've experienced, or you might, it might be spot on for you. But um, yeah, I think, you know what? Email us at desirethefirepodcast at gmail.com. What you or think. even chime in on uh, Facebook and we can get that discussion going publicly. Yeah, chime in. Let us know if there's something that you have a question on. We might not have the ideas, but I think we should be able to talk about it. And having that venue is not something that 
you might have access to. So mm -hmm. I think Facebook is a great place to be able to try. There's a lot of trolls out there, but I'm sure we can have some real discussions about it. So Desire the Fire um, podcast, I think. Desire the Fire um, on Facebook. Desire yeah. the Fire podcast at gmail.com. If you have any experiences that you want to share with us, um, that would be cool. I wouldn't mind uh, hearing about some crazy things that happen. It's always good to have mission reports. Um, but we got some scripture. Dan, Peggy, you want to read us down? Sure. Today's scripture comes out of uh, the book of Luke, uh, chapter 12. And I'm going to be reading verses 47 and 48. Um, they go, and, the slave, and that slave who knew his master's will and did not get ready or act in accord with his will will receive many lashes. But the one who did not know it and committed deeds worthy of flogging will receive but few. From everyone who has been given much, much will be required. And to whom they entrusted much, of him they will ask all the more. That's exactly what I was thinking. So we got to be... Jesus is amazing. Be uh, slaves getting flogged and stuff, right? Oh, yes. No. <laughs> just, just you. Just, just you. Oh. <laughs> in, in the Christian belief. Just Christ. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but uh, yes, uh, if, please do chime in on the Desire the Fire podcast Facebook page. <coughs> um, we'd love to hear from you in your comment section. And uh, these days, uh, I've been using Facebook more, so I'll try to get back to you. Uh, as God, soon as you post it I shouldn't have said God But you need to Clean up your Facebook act Your Twitter act uh, Especially What if what if people had been following you And you're talking like What are you talking about there bro Oh my gosh you Turkish man <laughs> My, my uh, Twitter account got hacked By a number of Turkish people And they thought it would be fun to retweet a lot of stuff So <laughs> They're getting, they're getting brave, man. They're using your your Twitter account and posting their messages on that account. Yeah, they weren't even retweeting it at the end. They were just posting it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was weird. Did and you change your pa password? No. What I ended up having to do was, um, on on Twitter itself, I went on to the the security function, and any app that had access to my Twitter account, I had to uh, revoke that access. Did you, so? You didn't even change your password. No, I changed my password, and now you have to. Okay, what well, what was your old password? Well, I don't want to give it out because no, I still I use wanna... it for other things. No, dude, they, you're just gonna get hacked. <laughs> That's why I don't want to give it out right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Someone already knows it. No, I doubt it. It's very. How, uh, did you, how do you think you got hacked then? Well, I think you know, like, there's always those weird Facebook links and like weird videos and like. I can't help my curiosity, right? So I was trying to click it, and then like it says, like you have to register for the scene. And the first time, oh I did my that, gosh, I thought it was fishy, but like I needed to give it a shot because I, I really <laughs> wanted to watch this video. Curiosity killed the Daniel Pack. Yeah, dude, oh, I can't, I couldn't help it. So I, you're think a tiger. You're, curiosity killed the hypotiger. No one even knows what that is anymore. You're hypotiger. But yeah, so. I have to revoke everyone's access, and now yes. you have to, you have to like punch in the number that gets texted to my phone in order to log in and stuff. Perfect. So, yeah, so should be good. <laughs> but you, right, you so. and like two other people were the only ones that ever got worked up about it. Nobody else cared. Oh my gosh, dude! The whole Facebook world cared. <laughs> but anyway, um, follow us on Twitter now. Yes. We're okay to follow. You can follow me at Boom Chandler. You can follow Daniel at Super Dan Zero. Hypotiger. Hypotiger. 
No, not Daniel, half a tiger. Daniel looks like a tiger. He's a horangi. I'm actually a year of the tiger. Born in the year of the tiger. Is that why you're hype a tiger? Yeah. You know, my first or my first ever AIM screen name was uh, Asian Boy Cyclone. <laughs> but <laughs> um, my second one was actually actually Hyper Asian Boy. H-I-P-E-R-A-Z-N-B-0-I. This is your AOL screen name? Yes, that's my second ever AOL screen name. Hyper Asian Boy. <laughs> Hyper Asian Boy. I think we had a lot of energy as kids growing up. <laughs> and you thought you were a tiger. <laughs> At least I thought I... Yeah. <laughs> I'm a boy with asthma. All right, so rate our podcast if you like it on iTunes. Um, give us five stars, um, four stars if you want to be a jerk. Uh, if you if you don't have iTunes like Daniel Peck, go on Stitcher and you will find our episodes there. Mm. And uh, make sure you put some feedback. Make sure you put those five stars. And um, if we see them, we can uh, read them out loud and give you a shout out. I think we're the only ones that have rated our podcast. And no, I didn't even rate um, it. Oh shoot, I should get on. You that. didn't even rate it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do that right after this jacked jacked but then again you're dumb for rating your own podcast five stars <laughs> Would it, should we make it more look, look more legitimate by giving like two stars instead i actually gave my other podcast four stars instead of five or like two stars on accident <laughs> and someone was like someone texted me and they were like dude why don't you give your own podcast two stars <laughs> i was like oh shoot man self-esteem issues there Oh uh, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, this is this is not worth listening to. One star. <laughs> I'm gonna keep making it, but I'm I'm gonna set your expectations low. <laughs> Alrighty, man. Um, as always, uh, great to have you guys listen to us on keep the fire burning. Keep the fire burning. We got some uh, interesting people that are out there listening to Do our we? podcast. Yeah, we're all over the place. But they only listen to one ep- one episode and they stop listening to us. So if this is the episode that you listen to, just know, desire the fire and keep the fire burning. <coughs> Machine gun pangu. Machine gun fart. That's supposed to be a cat purring. Adios, everybody. Machine gun fart. <laughs>